Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to How Not to Write, the show for the novice writer. Hello, 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 and welcome to How Not to Write. My name is Janae. I bridge the gap between the writer to the author. How is everyone today? Good? Great. I am loving these episodes lately. I decided to squeeze in some popular subgenres too. But today we're going to talk about YA. YA stands for Young Adult. It's written for the reader aged 12 to 18. Some people say 13 to 18. So it's between 12, 12 and 13 to 18. But I know for a fact, a lot of adults read it too. YA deals with social issues like death, religion, race, economics, and sexuality. It shows how teens are forming relationships and how they see the world. It also touches on things like pain, loneliness, violence, success, and love. I know because I used to read them back in my 20s. I mean, there are some good ones that I read even now, but that's for another episode. For me, it took me back to high school. And all the yummy goodness, like my first crush. As a writer, I've been known to I've been known to look into all sorts of genres, like ones I never had before, such as fantasy, sci-fi, memoirs, contemporary, and yes, of course, YA. So I've told you what it is. Who reads it? Now it's time for the tropes. The good stuff. Teenagers know all about being an outsider. And that is the first trope I'm going to talk about. 
these books have the protagonist that recognizes the social injustices within their world. And I say their world because what I remember from being a teenager is my world was me, my friends, high school, where my parents were, that was it. It stands for the social injustices within their world and the need to stand against them. Therein, the protagonist is unique and a rebel, which will give them a defined character arc. I'm going to discuss character arcs in another episode, but just know that. This lends itself to great conflict as they stand up for their beliefs amongst those they want to be accepted by, which is their peers. Now, this one is my favorite subject. First love. It's a trope in YA. Well, love in general. It's a self-discovery of who they are and what they like. It includes sexuality and attraction. You know, it gets the hormones going. This usually tracks from middle school to high school. It's a trope that most people can relate to, not just me. Next up, the adults versus the teen. Usually when teen, teenagers go through puberty, they develop this rebellious side or rebellious phase. Sometimes it's really quick. Other times it can last until they become, well, they leave the nest, so to speak. Everybody goes through. I think <laughs> there are a lot of kids that go through really. But you want to be careful with this trope because it can be like a crutch to the writer and if done poorly. But if it's done well, it offers a powerful contrast between the adolescent and the adults, i.e. the teachers or parents alike. One of the best things you can do if you're going to use this trope is to completely develop a protagonist that will know what the adult is going through or talking about, but they may be still opposed to it. Most, like I said, most people remember what it's like to go through that if you're an adult and teens are actually going through it or have gone through it. And that's why it's you know, so relatable. And as far as the character art, I'm going to go into that more in detail in another episode, but it's really a great way to have conflict, whether internal or external. Love triangles are another trope where, say, A and B, like C. So that can be boys, girls, boys and girls, etc. This delves further into the young adult finding themselves and finding out what they love and who they love. Like a coming of age story, this is this has built-in conflict if done well. It also highlights the characteristics of your protagonist, such as if A and B can have differences of their liking of the main character, say. And one can highlight 
one aspect of their personality and the other can highlight another side. This will make for a, a likable hero and it will it will be totally relatable and complete their character arc. So really think about this. It's a viable trope, but it can be a cliche if done wrong. Finally, I'm gonna talk about what I think is hilarious, which is the reluctant royalty. Just like the chosen one trope that I had for fantasy, the reluctant hero no. <laughs> the reluctant royalty. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Takes up their responsibility as a royal person, if you will. Usually this protagonist will find themselves royalty, but they don't know about it. They're just going through school dealing with their parents and their friends and maybe their crush. This will create great conflict, inner conflict, about what makes a good ruler and what demands they have taken upon themselves and their system of authority and law. It can be either good or misused. When I think of this trope, I think of the Princess Diaries and what she had to go through. Her name was Mia Thermopolis. This movie stars Anne Hathaway and Julie Andrews. She's informed that she's re royalty. And then, of course, at first she doesn't believe it, which is one of the um, beats of the chosen one. But she's told that she has this whole kingdom to rule. And it delves into her internal as well as external pressures of being said ruler. Now, the original Princess Diaries number one is before she's crowned princess and the grandmother is the one to inform her. She deals with her relationships more in this one. She deals with her relationship with her mother. She deals with her grandmother and her best friend. But it also does the crush thing, which is cool. I kind of liked all of it. I liked all of the movie. And it just goes to show that if done well, a trope doesn't have to be a cliche. And it's perfect for young adults. There are hundreds of tropes used in books. So I'm going to talk about two well-known ones. One is Harry Potter by J.K. Rowling. And 
The set of the Harry Potter books deals with inner and outer conflict. It's about a boy who doesn't know he's this great wizard and very famous. And he's expect well, I don't want to give away <laughs> too much of the book, but I'm sure a lot of people have read or seen the movie of Harry Potter. And I think that the movie does a very good job of showing what JK put in her books. It takes the chosen one to a whole nother level. The other book I'm gonna mention is The Hunger Games. And everybody knows about the actual games. I, I'm assuming, but I could be wrong. Her sister is chosen for The Hunger Games and The Hunger Games is like this great big show for the rich people or whatever. And the protagonist volunteers instead of her sister because of course a lot of people die in the games. So I hope I didn't spoil it for some people. I only read the first no, I read I read all of them and I mean I love the books and the movie. This is hero versus a group of bad people <laughs> and the chosen trope. One I haven't said or mentioned is the dystopian trope which is also a theme in this book but it has to do with broken society and it, it examines the weaknesses within society and humanity. Of course they dramatize it for the book and the movie but it has built-in stakes. Usually the protagonist has to face something they wouldn't normally fit face in like say 2022 because we ain't got to that part. <laughs> this also has a balanced intention leading to a fast-paced narrative and a climactic ending. I think a lot of adults go for YA because it gives the adults a pause away from the things they have to tackle as far as responsibilities. I mean, well, not responsibilities, but I've got like bills and rent, car notes, getting proper health insurance. They have to deal with their relationships with their spouse or their significant other, their children, their jobs. It's, it's a lot of pressure on them. And don't get me wrong, teenagers have their own pressures they have to deal with. But, I don't know, it's like, it's turned down a notch for a teenager. They have to deal with, I wouldn't say it's super hard, but for a teenager in their shoes, it's probably super hard. Plus, they have to deal with their emotions doing spikes, and it's a lot. For me, I like to read YA when I want to get away from what I have to do because it's a lot for the adult as well but for me it's it's stress it's a lot of stress so I, I get away any book but I, I especially get away with the young adult I'm just gonna fangirl over YA <laughs> I mean there's there's tropes but there's other things there's hundreds of things in the genre that young adult covers there's the paranormal there's thrillers there's first love, coming of age. There's all kinds of young adult books and I like <laughs> the paranormal ones where 
the protagonist and the love interest may be like different like it's an alien or it's it's a vampire or it's it's a werewolf. I know that sounds silly but that's just my preference. Now don't fall into this category which is writing what is popular at the time and writing what is popular but also um, thinking you can make a quick buck off of that or get an agent off of that. I mean it's fine but if you're only going after that because it's popular, because you think you can make enough, I mean, like, this unicorn money, just don't, don't, don't do that. I mean, what if you don't like the genre that you're trying to write in? Would you read the book? I mean, if you're gonna write, write what you love, what you would love to read. That's what I say. I mean, you could try it and do it, but I just, I think that would be just fruitless waste of your time you where's the heart of the story it's not worth making a quick buck that can't be the heart of your story <laughs> i'm just saying but before i let you guys go i want to talk about a few ways to keep your novel from being a cliche like i said in previous episodes you can subvert it and make it uniquely yours you can deconstruct the trope and this entails identifying the stereotype and highlighting why it doesn't work and lastly you can combine an, an unexpected trope making it more complex for the protagonist well this is the end of my program i hope you learned something and if you did you can go back and see if you like any other in my in my catalog but you can also always reach me at Janae the writer at yahoo.com or you can reach me on my website which is JanaeWritesIt.com and you can find out different things about my book that I'm writing which is the lady of death and that's about it so hopefully We'll see you next time. This is the end. See you later. Peace. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. 
But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.